Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. This is another encouraging episode, and this week we talk about dealing with family that is against homeschooling. This is an important topic, so let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, thanks for joining us, Mom. We're excited about uh, today's tonight's show. Today's show, we're recording it at night, but maybe you're listening to it in the daytime. Um, and in case you're listening to it as a podcast, we're also live streaming this uh, on Facebook right now at the Smiling Homeschooler. Um, and for you, those who are listening, who are listening on the live streaming, um, this is kind of like a behind the scenes. So you're uh, you're getting the rough version, and for those who are listening on a podcast, you're getting the still rough version. So, um, but you just don't get to see my face, which isn't a bad thing. Um, but we are in full gear here at our house, the Wilson House, because we are leaving in a uh, in about five days. We're leaving for a month. Uh, we're going to hit the road. We're going to be speaking at some places. Um, but you can see our schedule um, on Facebook, or we're going to put it on the website. Um, but we're going south. We're leaving our house on October the 1st, and we're going down through Hopkinsville, Kentucky, over by Memphis, um, and then over to Texarkana, and over to uh, Rockwall, which I think is in Dallas. We're going to hang around that area, and then kind of scoot back down through Louisiana at Co- in Covington, and then heading down to Florida, Winter Haven, and Kissimmee, and Jupiter, and then uh, we finally, at the uh, after all that, uh, after being out for like 15 days and speaking 14 times, I think, um, we'll do a little R&Ring where our family's all gathering together, and we're at a campground, and uh, and Ben is taking his little trailer for the very first maiden voyage for them, really. Uh, they've had some a short little voyage where his mother-in-law stayed in it. Um, but, uh, Ben has been working like a dog on his, uh, camper and it's a 1976 awesome little trailer. Um, and tell us what you've been doing to it, Ben. Well, it's looked terrible. So we bought it and we've been redoing pretty much everything in, inside of it already because it was rotting to pieces and you could basically push your hand through any of the walls if you wanted to. Um, <clears throat> but it just looked really crummy, and we're going to Fort Wilderness, which is the Disney World campground. And I don't know, I just was like, wouldn't it be so much more fun if we actually had, you know, something that looked a little bit, a little bit cooler, or uh, at least, you know, nicer looking? So uh, we decided to um, paint it, and uh, I, I read a couple articles online. So hopefully they, uh, you know, they they knew what they were talking about. If not, then it worked out. Hopefully, so uh, we just bought some exterior paint from Menards and taped it up and spray paint or uh, taped it up and everything on uh, Saturday and started the first coat and then finished it up Sunday. So it was a uh, quite the uh, process and I would definitely recommend not doing it when it's cooler because the, the moisture from the outside and everything just put trails into it in the night and it was a huge pain having because then i had to redo lots of it but it, i think it looked I think it, it looks awesome it's, it's like a it's white on the upper half and then about the lower third maybe two-thirds um is kind of a 
aqua marine color. It's very retro, very yeah. cool. It looks awesome. It We're looks hoping, awesome. I'm hoping that, uh, yeah, I haven't even been able to look at it yet and take the, the, the paper off. So I'm hoping tonight we'll be able to, well, we'll at least be able to just chuck it out and see if it, you know, if it peels off okay or whatnot. And we'll see, I guess. But uh, I'm actually going to stick a, I was going to stick a, uh, picture of it i had a picture of it up here oh yeah so yeah you'll have to do that that'll be cool because go. i i told my wife that i'm jealous i'm jealous of so there it is so there awesome. you can see it on the screen if you're watching it's just that's what it looked like before i don't have any after pictures it's uh pretty crummy looking but you can see why i wanted to redo it so oh uh, man you don't have any after pictures not yet well i haven't taken it apart yet so oh man it's, we'll awesome. So. it's awesome okay well you gotta wait for the after pictures well tonight we're going to be talking about something that uh, as I've been talking to homeschoolers, and, and I do it all the time, in fact, I'm leaving in a, in a couple days, um, I'm going uh, down to Peoria for, uh, for the Apache. Um, it's like a fall kickoff thing um, at some church. You'll have to look at the website again to see where I'm going to be speaking. Um, but uh, I don't even know why I brought that up. Oh! Why I brought that up is because I know that when I go down and uh, talk to the moms, afterwards they're going to come up to my table where we sell all our books and products, and, and they're going to have these same types of questions because they always ask the same types of questions. When, when I go to our homeschool group tomorrow, our local homeschool group, because remember I'm the gym teacher, um, when I go tomorrow, if, if I'm around the moms at all, they always bring up the same types of things because it's universal. Because the thing about homeschooling is that as soon as you decide to homeschool, it's like you're surrounded by critics, you know? And the thing about being a... The critics is, I, I don't know why it just has to go with homeschooling. I mean, if you public school your kids or you put them in a Christian school, no one cares. Nobody says, well, is that a qualified math teacher? You know, what kind of curriculum do they use? Do you think they're getting to know each other well? What about socialization? Nobody even cares about that if you put them in any other kind of school. But as soon as you homeschool, everybody seems to want to tell you why they think it's not a very good option. You know, we and maybe later we'll talk about some of the other critics like, you know, the, the big in general critics. But the ones that cause the most pain are the ones that you think would be your biggest fans, you know, because everybody wants you want your parents, your in-laws, you want your 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 immediate family to be your biggest cheerleaders. And sometimes they're the ones who don't understand. They're the ones who say harsh, critical things. And it discourages. Um, and again, I talked to lots of moms, and they, and this is something that is you're not alone. It's lots of moms who feel this very way. And so we're just going to talk about how maybe you respond to a couple of those, of those different groups within our family setting, um, because there are a couple different groups. Um, and I just want to say, even though I'm using the word critic, I want to be clear that we're not saying enemies because they're not our enemies you know these people who are critical of maybe our homeschooling or what we're doing with our kids which has nothing to do with them um they love you they love your children but sometimes you know in their overzealousness or their desire to encourage they come across as discouraging um so i want you to be understanding with them you know i don't want you to to think that ever that you're that you're that they're your enemies and let me just say too that you do not have to be the homeschooling poster child 
you do not not have to be, you know, the one who represents all of homeschooldom. You know that if you, that if you don't do a good job or you're not, you know, you, your kids aren't doing exactly what they're that somehow you're giving homeschooling a bad name. You don't need to feel that way because that's not what we're talking about. You just need to be real. Is homeschooling hard? Yes. Is do you want to pull out your hair sometimes? Yes. Do you want to pitch in the towel? Yes. All those things. It's okay to be that way. In fact, I remember when, uh, and maybe I even mentioned it, you know, our little homeschool cartoon books, uh, when a mom saw those and came up and said, you know, if my, if my mother-in-law saw this, she would think I was crazy. And I'm like, but you are. And she's like, yeah, well, I know. But if she, she'd think I was, you know, not in control, I'm like, well, you're not. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I know. But, you know, so you don't have to pretend. Um, you just have to be real. But, you know, again, but I do want to address these things because I don't want to leave you hanging. Um, and so we're going to look at the first little group right now. The first group within that general critical family thing, the first group are maybe your your parents or your in-laws. Um, you know, and again, those are the ones you'd like for them to come alongside and cheer you on. Um, but maybe they're less than that. And again, I think we need to be a little understanding because, you know, they haven't maybe come to the same place that you have, you know, because you maybe thought about it for a while. Then all of a sudden you decide, hey, I think we're going to homeschool our kids and you spring it on them. And all of a sudden they're like, you're in a cult. Is that what you're doing? You know, and what are you doing to my grandchildren? You know, and sometimes they can be uh, cruel without meaning to, you know, like they're constantly testing your children like, uh so, hi, guys, how are you? This is Grandma here. What, seven times nine? You know, and you are they're just shell-shocked, and they say dumb things like, what do you mean? Um, I remember one of my kids, I don't know, I don't think it was Ben, but I remember, you know, I think it was my dad. He was trying to, just to see if, if we were even teaching our kids anything. And he's like, well, one of my kids said, what does that say, Granddad? And and he said, well, you can read. What does it say? And, and I don't know how old the kid was, but he's like, I don't know. My parents haven't taught us to read yet. You know? <laughs> and it just makes you feel stupid. Um, okay, Ben's muted because there's a train going by our houses. And I should say, if you, you know, since you don't know where we live, we're both about, I don't know, 25 yards away from a, a huge train that must pass three times an hour. And Ben's even a little closer than I am. So he's muting himself right now. Um, but, uh, you know, so our, our parents kind of, they come into this, they're kind of shell-shocked or in-laws, and now all of a sudden you're homeschooling. And so maybe they're not too sure about it. So I think we need to cut them a little slack and then don't defend yourselves. You know, don't, because it would be easy to say, we could say, well, you know, statistics say that, uh, you know, homeschooling parents seem to do just as well or better than their public school counterparts, um, which you can get those statistics. You can go to Dr. Brian Ray, um, I think it's N-E-R-I, that's the name of the organization, uh, stands for National Something, Research Something, um, but he's got lots of statistics about how homeschooling has great results, but you don't need to give them those. Because as soon as you start to defend, then, you know, it just gets ugly. Here's what I would do. I would keep quiet and I would let your kids do the talking, you know, but don't let them actually talk because then, you know, then they'll look dumb. Um, but their behavior will win your parents over. So this is kind of like a patience game 
So if your in-laws are critical or your parents, just, you know, stay cool. Don't be defensive. Don't feel you like you need to defend yourself. And then let your kids win them over slowly. Are they still going to say some things? They might. But after a while, they're going to see the difference between your kids and kids who are not homeschooled. In fact, you know, my parents, they were both public school teachers. Um, when I was young, uh, my dad was a teacher, uh, my mom before I was born. Um, and so they weren't too sure about the, home, home, the whole homeschooling thing. But I remember vividly when my mom said, hey, okay, I'm all for homeschooling now. And I'm like, what? What changed? And she uh, sent me uh, or maybe told me about a picture in our local high school our local newspaper in the town I grew up that had a small little high school, you know, that was such a great high school with lots of good, loving people and loving teachers. And there's a picture of the homes, the homecoming queen. And, you know, they always had the same kind of picture where they had the, the, the late, the girl, you know, holding a bouquet of flowers and a, and a person kissing, you know, uh, the football captains kissing her on either cheek. And, uh, but in this picture, she was like eight months pregnant. And my mom said, okay, I see the benefits. I'm for it. You know, your parents and your in-laws are going to see that. Um, and you don't have to be the one who has to de be defensive uh, uh, about that. That said, um, if there are any husbands listening or ladies, if you need your husband to listen to this episode, you know, drag him over and replay this part. Dads, sometimes you need to flex your muscle a little bit for your wives. Um, you know, they need you to come to their rescue, to be their knight in shining armor. So you might have to say something, you know. Um, I know, uh, you know, again, my dad, he wasn't too sure about this whole homeschooling thing. And so when we first started doing it, he would just kind of joke with my wife. But I could tell there was, he was trying to teach her a little bit something in there. And it, it was discouraging to Debbie. And I thought, oh, great. I'm going to have to say something. I don't want to say anything. Wilsons don't like confrontation. We like old 1970s TV trivia a lot better. And so uh, uh, we, I can remember being in the garage. And I said, hey, Dad, you know, when you say those things to Debbie, I know you're just joking. And I know you don't mean anything by it. But would you try not to say that anymore because it really discourages her? And I'll tell you, it was super awkward. I hope I never have to do it again. But my dad never did it again. You know, husbands, maybe you have to flex your muscle just a little bit. You know, maybe there's that extended aunt who uh, likes to bring up, you're not, certainly not going to homeschool in high school, are you? You know, or whatever she says. Wouldn't it be great if they could be involved in this? Maybe you just have to say, hey, I know you mean well, but would you try not to do that? Because that's not where we're going. You know, and I would even say to my parents, or your parents. I wouldn't say it to my parents. I'd say this to your parents. You know, mom and dad, you did a great job raising us. And because of the great job you did raising us, we're just taking all that training that you've trained us and we're doing the best job we can do. So this is what we think is best. And we'd like you to encourage us in that. Um, again, I know that's hard, but husbands, maybe you need to take the lead in that. Um, because, you know, that's how your in-laws feel. Really, it's not really stated this way. Um, but when you say, when you were like, say you went to a Christian school or public school, and when you decide, uh, that we're going to homeschool our kids, do you know how your parents and in-laws feel like this? Well, you think we didn't do a good job with you. That's not the case at all. They did a great job with us and trained us. And that's why we're making this choice to homeschool. Okay. So that's your in-laws or your parents, but that's not the only group 
that's within a family. Sometimes your spouse can be critical of homeschooling. And I'm going to guess uh, this is mainly moms listening to it because this is who our target group is. Because you need the one, you're the ones who get discouraged. You're the ones who need to be smiling. Um, sometimes your husband may not be uh, super excited about homeschooling. Again, can I just encourage you to be patient with your husband? Because you read lots of articles, you did, you did, you know, uh, blogs, and you were looking at Facebook posts, and you read all these deep things, you did all this research, and then all of a sudden you pop it on your husband, and you go, "Hey, I think we should homeschool," and he just looks at you like, "You're kidding me! I thought we were just going to put him in school like everybody else." Um, and so again, it, it kind of comes, he's shell shocked. Just be patient, and then do this, because. Sometimes you moms get so excited about homeschooling your kids that you forget that it's not all about your kids. And so your husband, he sees your devotion to homeschooling and your devotion to your children, and now he starts to feel left out. And guess what, husbands, the way we are, we don't like things that replace us. I We talked about that a little bit when we were talking to Rachel Carmen uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and so then we begin to dig our heels in a little bit and we resist it a little bit. And I've even had moms come up to me and say, hey, Todd, my husband doesn't want us to homeschool, you know, and he's saying, well, you know, I had all these great memories growing up and uh, I want my kids to have all these uh, memories as well. You should listen to Ashley Wiggers uh, and her little comments on that, which is next week's show. Um, but uh uh, you know, and the reason your husband has all these great memories is because he was probably popular or did good in school or was good in sports. Some kids, you know, who weren't popular, didn't do good in sports or, or didn't do good in grades, you know, uh, school was not a good memory. But maybe for your husband it was. And so he says, I want home. I don't want to homeschool. I want to put my kids in school. And, you know, mom, sometimes you feel this huge desire and you go, well, we're going to homeschool because that's what we're going to do. And you know what happens? You may homeschool your kids, but your husband then hates you. Now, he may not say it like that, but he, re he, re he resents you and he resists homeschooling. So what I would say to you, mom, if you have a spouse or a husband, which is probably the same thing, uh, who is resistant to homeschooling and even has said, I don't want to do it. What I would say is this, honey, you know, if you don't want to homeschool, as much as it will break my heart and crush my bones, and I will probably have to cry myself to sleep every night, I am willing to not homeschool if that's what you think is best. Now, there's hardly a husband in the whole world who won't hear your heart and go, well, I mean, man, if it really means that much to you, I guess we could try it, you know? And then all of a sudden, you release and he releases, and now there's not that same tension. And at that point, I think your husband is 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 open to seeing what the seeing the benefits of homeschooling. Again, if you have a husband or maybe even in-laws or parents who are kind of opposed to it, you should get them to a homeschooling convention. I've had more husbands who've come to homeschooling conventions and said, "You know, I really wasn't on this thing, Todd, until I heard you speak. I'm I'm on board now." You know, or maybe I saw all these other people who homeschool and I'm on board. Same thing with uh, in-laws or, or parents. You know, sometimes they just need to see that there are a lot of other people doing this. And they'll, they'll, they'll join you and come to your side. Okay, so that was the in-laws or parents and then spouse. Um, and lastly, 
sometimes it's our own kids who become our critics, you know, and and here's what I say, you know, when when parents will say, well, you know, I, I my, my kids don't want to be homeschooled. I always say, well, your kids aren't smart enough to know what's good for them. You know, go ahead and listen to your homeschool kids if they criticize it. But you homeschool if you believe homeschooling is the best. If you think it's the best for your kids, go ahead and listen to them. But then say to them, you know, I see your dilemma and I see where you might need some of these things. Um, but we're going to keep homeschooling. Now, you want to keep talking to them. And maybe there's some maybe there's some legitimate concerns. They say, well, you know, I'm never going to see my friends anymore uh, because, you know, I really miss them. And you can say to them, oh, if you really miss, you know, these friends, you know, maybe we can get together with them. Or some of these friends that you miss, you're never going to see again. And that's on purpose. Um, but you keep doing it. Because I hear parents who will say to me, oh, yeah, you know, my kid really wants to homeschool. So we're starting to homeschool because they want homeschool. And I always want to say to them, well, you know, in about a month, your kids aren't going to want to be homeschooled. What are you going to do then? Because this is not about them. This is about you doing the best for them. In fact, I, I do know that there are kids who aren't so sure about homeschooling. And Ben, I was even going to ask you. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, we've never had this conversation together. Were, were there any times that you thought, well, I want to be a normal kid. I, I don't want to be homeschooled. Did you ever think that? I mean, I'm sure it maybe crossed my mind at times throughout uh, the whole period. I think there was maybe... I think it was probably more based off the people I was around at the time more than ever anything else, but not really just because I felt like, you know, people always talk about the socialization thing, but when my friends who were homeschooled and then in high school, they often, some of them then would go get socialized, you know, at school and they would go and, you know, and it's kind of like there may be some things that are great in school if you think that like oh sports or whatever but it's not you I just don't believe you can go through without picking up anything else along the way and I feel like you know like these ideas have consequences it's like I just truly don't think that you can go through and only get the good things and not have some of that affect you in some other way some of the bad stuff because I think there's a lot of bad going on in there in, in school and so I had a lot of friends who I feel like went off to school school and then I didn't like the results of how they interacted and what they were into and what they thought anymore and then they basically you know hated everything we about what they used to be again you know do and so that really kind of turned me off against the whole like I want to go off to public school because I you know from my standpoint it was such a drastic change and not and not necessarily like man they just became such a, a much better person uh around mm -hmm. me i'm not saying no one can ever ever come out as a good person i'm just saying a lot of times it didn't seem like that's the direction they went um so but no i don't really think so i mean there was a few times but overall uh i didn't feel it too much but i definitely had friends and stuff who did a lot and a lot of it had came down to friends and that was pretty much the main reason i mean it was just you know being wanting to be with people uh, that was Pretty much the only reason ever, I think. <laughs> right. Well, Thurston Miller, he made a comment. He said, my wife and I felt the public, and I think he says public school, did an okay job for us. So we wanted the same for our kids. Then we realized that public schools drastically changed since we were in school. Best move for our kids for the last 10 years. And he is so right. Um, that is a cool name, Thurston. Mm. It's like Thurston Howell III from Gilligan's Island. Um, but, uh, you know, things have changed. You know, back in those days, 
uh, really the school system even kind of backed up what our, the thinking of our parents. It is not that way anymore. It's not that way anymore. Um, there was something I thought, and and, uh, and this will be more maybe in the other areas, but I just thought it was interesting is, and whether you agree with him or not as a political person, but Newt Gingrich said, uh, I read about in one of his books, he said, you know, why would you put your child into a situation where they don't believe basically anything of your core beliefs and they teach them eight hours a day and expect them not to have worldview shifts and world and changes mm. in what they believe and how they respond to that. You know, if you know, you wouldn't do that in any other way and you don't agree with this person in many ways, why do you think then that in school they won't pick up any of that? And obviously that's a little bit of a different topic, but I just always thought that was really interesting. Well, it's true. It's true. You know, and even Cal Thomas, the commentator, I heard him on Focus on the Family one time. He said, you know, he was talking to Jim Dobson. He said, Jim, we need to treat our public schools like they're on fire and get our kids out, you know, and and really. uh, And that's the thing about the critics, the critic, the world really is not so critical of homeschoolers as they used to be. You know, they're kind of okay with it. I mean, they see the benefits of having our kids home. Uh, in fact, you know, the public school, they, they, they copy us. You know, they're trying to make their schools more like homes. Um, but sometimes, again, when it's the people right in our immediate family, um, for a variety of reasons, they just feel the need to, you know, check up on us. You know, they, they might even say, well, you know, uh, uh, would it be good to have them tested? You know, you know, I know it drives you nuts. In fact, I got a letter Um, from a homeschool mom who said, you know, she was, it was at Christmas or some break and her sister homeschooled. And she said, my sister tested my kids while I was not with her, you know, and then came to me later and said, Mm. oh, maybe you'd like to maybe beef up these areas. Ah, you know, moms don't ever do that to anybody else's kids. You know, we're going to talk about that later because that takes away smiles. Um, you know, uh, again, because we believe those those four basic things. We believe again, you know, that the home's the best place for our kids, and parents are the best teachers of their children. I think one. Uh, I think one of the lies ahead, that you always talk about is, and I may not be phrasing it right exactly, but is the lie of like inadequacy. And I don't know if you what you classify under in the book because I haven't read it recently, unfortunately. But um, it, so <laughs> I see a lot of not necessarily from my standpoint, my grandparents or family members, because a lot of them homeschooled. But from for my other friends who are in our stage or were from a public school system and they're wanting to then homeschool, I think a lot of their parents think, well, how do you know enough about math or you're not adequate enough to teach your you're not, you know, not that they're unintelligent, but like, how are you smart enough to be able to be teach what a teacher, you know, is able to do? And that's where I see a lot of, uh, you know pressure from family members is like there's no way you could teach your child all those things which i just think is is nuts i mean it's a bunch of bumps because that's not true it's not true but again we fall for that you know we think that that's true i mean if you went to a public school growing up take a look go take a little stroll down memory lane and remember some of those teachers you had remember yeah i remember them you know they were you talk about you, you can do that good you know and you can even do better you can even do better. Again, if you need to go back and listen to, I think, the second or third of our podcast where we talk about parents are the best teachers of their children, it's the truth. It's the truth. Um, some of the comments here. My daughter now in college was told by a professor, I don't like homeschooling. All the homeschoolers in my classes excel, so they are the kids who should be in the school, impacting the school in a positive way. 
<laughs> Which I say think, that again. Say it again because so I, I could. Basically, she's saying, my daughter who's in college. The professor said I don't like homeschooling. All the homeschoolers in my classes excel, so they are the kids who should be in school, impacting the school in a positive way. So basically, they think those kids are the special kids, regardless. So they should go back to school because they would be, you know, creating a positive atmosphere at the school. But in reality, I would say it's it's they're that way because of the parent, not because the kids just automatically just an incredible student or something like that. Exactly. And that, and I don't know if that's a Christian school that says that because I know some Christians will say, well, you know, our kids should be, you know, our good Christian kids should be salt and light in the school. It doesn't work that way. You know, I mean, what we're finding out is that our kids are going to school and they're losing their saltiness. 70%. You know? So, I mean, your kid, if you think he's going to be able to change the entire thing, not saying you can't anyone, but 70% chance is a high risk. Uh, even if it's not, I was in it and I didn't see any of them. Yeah. You know, and really it's what it does. It desalinates our kids. So and once they've lost their saltiness, even the Bible says they're good for nothing. You know, so, you know, it's a it's a big deal. Hey, I should have said if your kids maybe maybe uh, maybe are believing some of those lies that, again, they would be better off if they weren't homeschooled. Um, we wrote a book uh, last year called Lies Homeschool Teens Believe. Um, kind of addressing some of those those concerns, and we probably have I don't know uh, maybe 20 lies that homeschool teens are, are believing. And in fact, we even put it in kind of a group study thing, so you could uh, maybe have your ki- your teens go through it in their homeschool co-op. Uh, they could a- you know and talk amongst themselves. Because I thought, wouldn't it be cool if maybe you had another teen, not just a mom saying, "Well, you should be homeschooled," but that they could say. Like, like when they hear Ben say, uh, yeah, well, I'm not seeing kids turn out any better. They're turning out worse when they go back into the school system. So maybe that would be an encouragement to them. Again, uh, it's an inexpensive book. You can get it at our website. You can go to thesmilinghomeschooler.com and get it there. Well, Ben, I'm out of talking. Is there some other questions that some people have asked? I can't see them. Uh, not so much questions. A lot of people are commenting in green, uh, you know, just along that. Someone said yes. The main people who have concern are those who basically don't know and home educate don't know home educating families. Home educated children are extremely well skilled at socialization. They can uh, carry on an adult conversation just about anyone uh, of any age, and I definitely agree. But and then we had someone else said uh, sometimes us moms are secretly our own worst critics. When confidence increases, the condemnation doesn't matter or sting as much. That is for yeah, sure no, no. true. Um, but no, not really. I, uh, like I said, next week there won't be a live show in that way. I mean, maybe Riss and I or something can do something. Maybe we can do, <laughs> All some, right. you know, do something. I don't know. But there won't be any live show. Uh, you can probably. show them your trailer. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, watch for the podcast. Uh, as always, you can follow. We do have a weekly email um, that goes out. Like I said, weekly. It's at thesmilinghomeschooler.com as well. Would highly suggest you be part of that. It's just real quick encouragement. Um, and there's also we've been uh, Dad has been blogging every week on on the website. Um, they're really good. And uh, if you're wanting more, you know, encouragement throughout the week, that's a great way to uh, get some of that too. So. Um, hey, and we'd love to hear from you. So if you got a question, you can you know ask a question on Facebook, and maybe that would be the yes. start of another show. That we could talk about one of those burning questions. I think some of the ones, I mean, obviously we can maybe do a whole one on socialization since that always seems to just bring up tons of comments and stuff as whenever that one. Well, you know, I'm going to just answer the socialization right now. We have, I mean, 
I keep hearing this always comes up. I just think from this point on, when anybody ever brings it up, you need to say to them, whatever, you know, because we've proven that it's not true. I mean, all the kids I talk like the flat earthers, you know, it's like, that's proven wrong. We don't have to launch off in a rocket just to prove this anymore. Okay. And look at them, look (laughs) at them with disgust. When you when they say that, you know, is that they don't have a clue because they don't. The part you know, I always I, hated. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's Go just, ahead. you know, you have I have homeschool friends who were kind of one foot in both camps. And I, they always say that still. I even hear that from them. And I'm like, that's because you notice the few odd homeschoolers. But it's like there are so many odd people. If you walk through Walmart who all went through the public schools. But because, you know, there's so many of them, they're just considered normal. And they just that's kind of right. slip that's, under that's, the radar. It's not that there good. aren't weird kids out there it's that they aren't seen because there's so many of them that it becomes normalized whereas in homeschooling you're in a family and if you're all you know if there is every one in a hundred thousand that's just whatever there's a lot more of those out there they just get drugged or uh, other you know stuck in different classes or whatever but you know even the ones who are odd they still are so a lot of them are very social i mean because when i speak to because I'll speak to, I don't speak to teens very often. Don't ask me to. I don't like doing it. Um, but every once in a while, I'll t- speak to teenagers. And I'll tell you, I go to a homeschool group with a bunch of teenagers, and they're all like, they're taking notes, you know, and they come up afterwards. That was a great talk, Mr. Wilson. I, you had three points. I did not hear the fourth one, you know, or whatever. When I, if I speak to like a non-homeschool group, they're like, dude, you know, and they knuckle bump me, and, I, and they're not even listening at all. So... Your, your kids are great. Your kids are great. Don't worry about socialization. Don't even, you know, don't even worry about it. Don't even entertain it. When they talk to you again, just turn away. Turn away. Um, I just want to say you're going to want to listen to next week's show um, because we have Ashley Wiggers on the show. She's a, uh, she runs the magazine uh, Homeschooling Today. She They do the Trail Guide to Learning curriculum, uh, Geography Matters. Um, she was homeschooled, and she has a great perspective on uh, the homeschooling uh, pressure put on moms, even some of the stuff we talked about right now. Again, I mentioned on the show next, the next show, because before we recorded it, um, that if you want statistics, again, about how great homeschoolers do, you can go to uh, look up or Google Dr. Brian Ray. He's got two first names, Dr. Brian Ray. Um, and he has the N-E-H-R-I or something like N-E-A, something. It's got some other letters in it. Um, but he's got all the stats on homeschooling. You'll be encouraged by them. But don't, don't, don't base it on those things. Base it on the fact that God gave your children you to train them in in every way everything for the future um and you're adequate you're best for that um well we're going to close out the show and i don't know if you've noticed if you've been listening to the show very long and again that you couldn't have been very long because we haven't had it for very long but at the end of every show ben has done a great job of picking some songs some happy songs some smiling songs and uh i just thought you know i was we were just talking right before the show We've never explained why we do it, so we've just been picking some fun songs that I hope that uh, maybe you'll you'll sing along with, or maybe not sing along. That's probably pretty. Uh, that's a pretty big uh, comment there. Maybe not sing along, but maybe it'll just make you smile a little bit. In fact, Ben, why don't you do that one? I know you did. I think on the first one, it's one of my favorite happy songs. It's that one from 
uh, Despicable Me, the first one, you know, because I'm happy. Do that Pearl one. Okay. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Close that one out. That's a great song. Maybe play a chunk of it so they can hear it. Um, Mom, have a great week. I hope you tune in next week. Um, and don't forget to keep smiling. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next week for an encouraging interview with Ashley Wiggers of the Homeschooling Today magazine. Feel free to reach out to us either via Facebook or at Todd at thesmilinghomeschooler.com if you have any questions or a comment. We hope you have a great rest of the week, and as always, keep smiling.